Popeyes or Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A is not oh, a question. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is nah. overrated to me. Yeah, I only like Chick Fil A. It's still breakfast. better than Popeyes. Nah. This sam- this is literally just a piece of chicken. But it, okay, I haven't tried it <laughs> Inside yet. Inside two breads, it's marinated with. Okay, like, but like okay, Chick Fil A's ch- chicken sandwich is like soggy to me. Like I don't like it. It's not. It's crisp- not soggy. To okay, me. it's not. It's not soggy, but Maybe it, it's not crispy here. enough. It's not crispy enough. Their, their chicken is kind of dry. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, what are you might- saying? That's that's why you add buffalo sauce on it. I have Chick Fil A sauce. On I have it. a friend that Chick-fil-A works for Chick Fil A. Also overrated. What are you? That's just I have like, a friend that works at Chick Fil A, and she says, "You well, you don't come for the the food. You come for the the service. Fries isn't a match." I don't like waffle fries. What do you say? I don't like waffle <laughs> fries. Like, why do you make them in that shape? I, I, I will I say like I, the Chick-fil-A fries. Their fries are bomb. Okay, you know what? Them and Five Guys are, have the best fries. I'll give Chick-fil-A the lemonade. That bang. The lemonade. That yeah. bangs. Like, nah, Chick-fil-A chicken's kind of dry. It, I like the chicken biscuits because the bread dry, is so bro. good. But they kind of changed the bread. I will, I will say Popeye's. Their, their biscuits, oh my God. They're good. It's so good. It's so, it's so filling good. Too. Yeah. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. No, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is legit. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have it's it today. It's not like I'm everybody back been next making week it And though. we'll have, you know. Uh, I mean, like, fine. Don't rob or stab anyone. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. But, but, people like, getting can, robbed. Okay, but you can wait. Okay, but that's people being people. Yeah. You know, like crazy people will be crazy people. Like, bro, like you Pop- just cut me in line, bro. I guess I'm about to cut you. <laughs> Pop- that's crazy. Popeye's mirrors uh, what? I don't know if you, well, you guys don't live in, in SoCal, but like when uh, Raising Cane's came out. Oh yeah, like raisin cake is also good. It it was crazy here, madness. It was one by like two miles from my house. Oh my god, it's like why? It's good, but it's, it's like raisin cane's Texas toast. Gonna find out today. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Reagan, I getting the uh, chicken sandwich after I already had it. You heard? All right. <laughs> Should we talk basketball now? Yes, sir. No, let's keep talking about chicken. Chicken sandwich. Yes. Is Barbecue quiet chicken. chicken? Welcome to this episode of Hoop and Holler. I'm Eddie Sun, joined as always by Reagan Griffin and Julio Martinez. You can check out our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and check us out online on our Medium blog, uh, Square One Media. Go uh, follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Square One Media. That's spelled out at SQR One Media. And Julio has his own sports blog called Sports Talk, the countdown so is kawaii chicken <laughs> so okay okay so i have a lot of thoughts on this and i know you guys do too so so okay i don't doubt that the man is hurt hurt in the sense that no he doesn't have an acl no he doesn't have an achilles tear but the man had you can tell he has chronic patella tendonitis. You can tell. You can tell. Is that what they classify it as? That's it's what I and oh. I know it because that that's what I have. Okay. In my in my left knee. Okay, that that's when it's like right here, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah, it's, yeah, at, it's at that point yeah. where it's just it always aches. I got it, that too. It always like like it's it's a stabbing feeling. It's jumper. It's pretty much jumper's Actually, knee. I, I ran from like Floor Tower to Parkside for like I because all my friends had bikes and scooters and stuff. Yeah. So I just ran with them. I got there, but I was dead. I, yeah. I just tore my knees up. And, doing and, that. and you you see the way he walks. He he hates. Uh, I, I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's his left knee. Uh, he hates coming down on his left knee. And when he walks, you can tell he limps on on that on that left foot. So it. It, it is a product of, of like, yeah, you don't want to overuse him. And I mean, from obviously from the NBA's perspective, you want him to play. And, and as fans, like, obviously, I did have a problem with him playing against Portland and not the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, like, mm-hmm. you gonna play one play play against the Bucks, bro? But I mean, the Clippers are they're playing the long game. That's what they're trying to win a championship. They're they're putting like the the competitive aspect, I guess, the championship over the financial aspect. Yeah, and that's what Toronto did last year. Yeah, and, and, but like my only problem with it, if if you're Kawhi and as a team you know, okay, these are the back to back games. I know you're resting one. Tell the fans, like, be trans. Please be transparent. Yeah, I, please be transparent. Here's don't, the thing, though. Don't if let, you do that, then it kind of just looks bad as, but, as a team because like, you're supposed to like make those distinctions based on when you get hurt. That's true. But 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 to fans like. Finding out as you're driving to the game, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that that that's one. Just, that's that's the problem. I, I, have. I can't see him being like, yeah, I'm be hurt on January 15th. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm be hurt on April 20th. Uh, like that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, no. And, and I think a solution for this is uh, to incorporate 
team like medical staff from the NBA, not the teams themselves, like in within the teams mm-hmm. and only pay players for the games they play if you're not hurt. If you're not hurt. If you're not hurt. If, if you're doing low where, management. Where do you make that distinction though? It, that's, yeah, that's, through the through the team doctors. Okay. If you're if you're cool enough to play, like you're playing, bro. And if you don't, you're not getting paid. I think it's interesting though because the NBA when they released their statement about why. Kawhi could sit out that game. They said that it's not the team doctor's info that the NBA takes. They run it through the NBA's own themselves. Yeah. yeah. And and the NBA doctor said, okay, there's a legit injury here. I guess Kawhi can sit out this game without repercussion. Now to me, that just doesn't seem all that reliable just because a team doctor, if I'm doing an examination on a player, I can easily not forge documents, but just yeah, I can influence hey, does this hurt? I'm nodding my head. Yes, this hurts, doesn't it? Okay. You like, you know what I mean? Like you can you can um you can manipulate that, a but you bit. can't blame the Clippers too. Like you can't blame the Clippers. That, 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 they're trying to win a championship, and like you recruited this guy in free agency. That's what you need to do to get this guy. So I mean, you have no other choice. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, I, from Kawhi's perspective, uh, it changes it to me because I didn't think he had patellar tendonitis. I just think he. I just thought he was just resting. But nah. you know that changes it a little bit. But if I'm his teammate, right, and I'm a Patrick Beverly and I'm a Montrez Harrell, I'm in pain too. Matter of fact, you can make the argument that I'm banging a little bit more than you are, Kawhi, yet I don't get those opportunities to sit down and rest. Why Why should mm. you? And people, I just lose a little mm. bit of respect for him as a leader if you're doing that and I don't get those same people, opportunities. People did bring up when he went to the Clippers, like, okay, the Clippers are known for the grit and grind, like mm. always just battling it out, and, and he's going to take games off due to load, load management. How is that going to match up in the locker room? But I, I think when you have leaders like Jerry West, you know, Tyron, Doc Rivers, I, I, I just don't think that that'll be a problem. I, that, that just sort of thing exists in the back of your mind. It does. That's the type of thing that could blow up should things go awry. Right, it, it, should they lose, you know, six games straight, yeah. it could be something where Patrick Beverly will maybe win a loss if Kawhi would have played. You know, just something slick yeah. like that. And, and my thing, Adam Silver is such a player-friendly commissioner. Mm. He's made he's made the season easier. So I don't want to see the 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 season shortened. I, I know eighty two is kind of kind of a good like a good amount of a lot I, of I, amount if of they, games. If they even if they shorten the season to seventy people games, would still 60 games, load, they'd, load, they'd load still Yeah, and, and and like again, like he's made it easier too, and. and I think Earl Watson, you guys know who Earl Watson is? Mm -hmm. He illustrated this perfectly. He said load management is not a product of like an insane NBA schedule. It's a product of AAU circuits. And I can Mm -hmm. attest to this because I experienced this. So when you're playing, you play on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, sometimes three games a day. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Mm -hmm. And, and, And you know why they do this? They do it from 8 a.m. all the way to 10 p.m. Games are going on on 20 courts. Yeah. Why do they do it? They do it because they want to pay the rent and get so much income mm-hmm. from parents, from parking, from from snacks, from because parents are there all day, players are there all day. You're forced to eat there. You're for, whatever it is. You, the people are looking for the money aspect. They're not looking from a player standpoint, mm-hmm. and that's why so many rookies enter the league. Lonzo Ball, like enter Michael the league Porter. hurt. And they just get hurt ben so Simmons. often, mm-hmm. and you just overplay them when they're young. And Zion Williams. I think yeah. that's the real issue. The NBA shouldn't have to suffer because of all this. It, mm-hmm. they, we should attack the AAU circuits. So Yeah, Earl Watson really did bring an interesting perspective that I didn't think of. But, yeah. but going back to this whole thing about Kawhi and, and, and just player empowerment in general, I think player empowerment is, is great for the league because players are realizing that, th- you know, they're realizing that they are the source in the league. Oh, yeah. Like fans don't fans don't watch owners. Fans don't watch general managers. Fans are watching the players play and players are realizing, look, like we have that power, like we're going to state it. But at the same time. Kawhi and players like that have to realize that the reason why they have the max contracts and, and the amount of money the that TV they do, deals. the TV deals. Yeah. So if you're not going to play national TV games, your salary, you know, the money's drying up. Yeah. Right. It's like if you're sitting out these games that everyone's hyping up, there's so much publicity. Like at some point, you're going to face the, the consequences for it. So at, at the same point, I don't think saying Kawhi can't be sitting out these games or he shouldn't be sitting out these games. It's not anti-player empowerment. It's just the players have to be smart and realize that business too. it's a business, but at the, it's not, but you know, like saying something's a business almost gives it a negative connotation to me. It's just like Kawhi has to realize that uh, his, his place in the NBA is contingent on how many like NBA fans, Clipper fans, 
how many people like watch the game i don't think he has a very good perspective on that yet like i think it's hard for him to accept the fact that you know people do adore him you know embrace him like the, uh, what what did he say when we uh went to the uh he was people, like, love me. people love me i people guess like you know he, he just doesn't people like love me, he doesn't like people love it, me again. it's hard for him to grasp that concept because he's such a you know internalized yeah, person I mean, he might be a little like unempathetic at times it, it's just um it, it's it, again it's, it's just not jalen rose also brought up a good argument that uh it can also be the can also be seen as the media's fault because we put so much of a emphasis on the importance of like championships. Yeah, okay, a, as was, you should. I was going to allude to this. A, as you should, but then you make the regular season sound. Oh, it don't matter. It don't matter. You just got to get there, and then once you're there, you got to be healthy and then play. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I think there's there's a product of that too. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, on that point, beyond the championships, even beyond like individual regular season wins. There's moments within a game that people pay to go to the arena to see. It, it, it doesn't have to be directly correlated with winning, but there's just moments that mean something to a fan. You know, like something stick out, like like something's are something's just like I guess the the um the the greatest part about sports is that I feel like there's so much more than just winning that allows like people to enjoy it. And it's not it doesn't seem right that if you can just skip regular season games or basically shorten your own season to 60 games just to make yourself healthy for the playoff run it's like it doesn't it doesn't it takes away from winning the whole thing i, I hate that idea of shortening to, the to season. me I, i'm i'll always be the biggest proponent of no matter what and me me and you eddie we have a big disagreement on this but i'll always be the biggest proponent of ultimately as a competitor the thing that you should be chasing after the most is the championship but at the same time you have to weigh it at, at what cost right the NBA has been through decades upon decades upon decades of seasons. And it's right now when all of a sudden the 82 games are too much. We saw Jordan go through 82 playing about 40 minutes a game. Jordan yeah. wouldn't even consider resting. Yeah, bro. And, and he even said it to his Hornets. We pay you to play 82 games. Um, we, we saw, you know, it, players. Jerry, Jerry West said you'd have to rip the jersey off my back right. to get me out and of the at, game. At a certain point, and because it's that competitive edge, and that's why I value the championship so much is because that's the pinnacle of, of competitiveness but when you sacrifice the competitiveness for everything else just to reach that pinnacle mm-hmm. to me you lose yeah. a little bit of yeah, respect it's like, but, it's like it doesn't mean the same anymore. yeah it's, I, it's I, no longer a marathon I, you're just like starting I, in the middle yeah that's exactly. true I, I will say though that fans there there is a problem with uh when we talk about this in, in class in felons class sometimes that like from a from a fan perspective from a media perspective too many times uh when you're not an athlete you look at these athletes as robots that's and true. like mm-hmm. People get hurt. Like, my knee's hurt. Like, I have no doubt his knee hurts. Like, yeah. and there is a product of that. But he also has to realize, you know, y'all not winning a lot of games if you rest. Yeah, I mean, oh and two. Also, you I, two. I Kawhi's not the only person that deals with nagging injuries. He's not, yeah. and that's, that's, so that's what I'm saying. That's like, true. if you're a Patrick Beverly, if you're a Montrez, if you're a Shamit, and I have aches and pains, coach, mm-hmm. why can't I sit out these games? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, evidently, you know, the the answer to that question is, well, you're not as important to the team, and that causes rifts in locker rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand last year why Toronto did the whole. Like, oh, Toronto game plan. just did whatever they yep. had to do. To try to keep I mean, them. I understand because Kawhi is one year coming off right like the year right after coming off like debilitating injury and you really want to make sure that he's healthy throughout the season and and whether he was actually healthy by the playoffs is kind of questionable because he was dealing with like the nagging hip injury and all that but th- now he's like two years removed from that injury and his like, knee is bad th- i mean yeah I, it, it he he okay he deals with nagging injury he deals with a chronic injury but i don't think there's like there's no justification for sitting out games now other than I want to keep myself fresh. Yeah, it's not even about like preventing injury. It's it's fresh. It, yeah. It's just about oh, like I think if I sit out this game and that and game, it'll make also, me healthier for the playoffs. If you if you gonna sit out some games, I would prefer it to be the seventy seventh game of the season, like gearing up for the playoffs. That that's looked at differently. So when when ESPN interviewed a lot of Clipper fans outside, like a lot of them echoed like it's the eighth game of the season. Yeah, I pl- I paid. To come here. That's, that's what, like, like if I let, let's say I paid to go to Warriors game, and then an hour before the game, the Warriors staff says Steph Curry's not playing because we're just resting in this game. Like yeah, that would suck because like for so many fans that pay to watch the games or even like you know turn on the TV to watch the games, like they 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 pay 
or they you know they they see they want to see the star players it, it, it's really a disappointment when they don't play. It, it places them on a pedestal too and i go back to the the fact that it could cause a certain riff because it, it, i'm starting to look at Kawhi, and this could be you know way out of left field projecting but i feel like he's starting to not himself but the way things are going about that he might just naturally be on a pedestal above everyone else and that's an issue and if it's so could, weird because, because like, you know you never thought of Kawhi as this dude before you have the load management right you have his somewhat reclusiveness he doesn't really talk to people like that he doesn't mm-hmm. you know interact with people like that you have his style of play which isn't really conducive to you know passing although he's gotten he's a little gotten bit better. Way better he's yeah. gotten better but you know at the end he of the day he's, thing he's the still an ISO player so it's like it's almost like it's Kawhi Oops. in the rest of everyone else rather than a, a team unit mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. I, I kind of see I, that. I I, I do issues. see I do see where you're coming from, but I I think uh, from like a clip from the other Clippers player standpoint, like you know that like that's the man. That's probably yeah, yeah. the you best. Know, you or, know that you yeah. need him. Like so, I I don't think you you have problems because because like yeah, in I high school, think... I I mean I took a whole summer off. I didn't go play with the with my going into my senior year. I didn't go. I didn't go with any of the teams uh, with my team uh, to play tournaments. I didn't practice. I would sit on the sidelines, like because I was I was resting mm-hmm. and, and like I had knee issues too. But I, I think I, th- I I do see where you're coming from. But again, I go back to the leadership. They they know he's the man, but they also know what they were before he was there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I think the there, confidence. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels here between KD joining the Warriors. Kind of, yeah. And, and and they knew that, you know, hey, with Shy and Gallo, we were a pretty good team. And we competed with some of the best teams in the NBA. We took mm-hmm. the Warriors with everyone to six. Yeah. And, you know, you bring in these two superstars, right? It mm-hmm. just changes the dynamic of the locker room. And I think it'll be an interesting, you know, thing that we'll get to see play out over the course yeah. of the season is how that affects the day-to-day. Rested 22 games last season? Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't think there That's will a lot be of locker room problems this year just because it feels like this whole year is going to be like a honeymoon period yeah. for the Clippers team. It's like, oh, look, we got Kawhi. Like, you know, that's so amazing and everything. And it's the same thing with the Warriors. The first year they got KD. It was like KD messed a lot of whatever dynamic they had before up. But this was Kevin Durant. You know, like you want him on your team. But then second year, third year into it, you start getting tired of the small things and the small things become the big things. So, I, I mean, and, I, I don't think it'll happen this year. But you And know. it's weird because a lot of the things that we've been talking about are starting to connect a little bit. We talk about the load management. We talk about, you know, the Kawhi thing. We talk about, you know, how the Clippers let everyone into the locker room. I could just see all of that blowing up in their face. Some, not sometime in the near future, but eventually, right? Mm-hmm. If you let everyone in and then there's issues that, that relate to this load management thing, eventually that could blow up if Patrick Beverly or Montrezl Harrell or Samet or anyone else says something slick about Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's something to watch. And, I mean, the watch. Clippers are 0-2 when Kawhi's out. So, right. it's, so it's not it's not like they can get away with... I mean, well, it's that's what Kawhi's I was saying. Yeah. 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 That's what I was saying. But it, it's a negative is, sign and a positive sign because although he sat out and Paul George didn't play either... They only lost to the Bucks by. The Bucks aren't the same team they were last. No, year. they they aren't. Yeah. But still, like yeah. they kept, still they were in the game mm-hmm. it, it, without Kawhi. You gonna add Kawhi and drop Paul George? And that's another thing that affects him. You know, we can still compete without this dude. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, it's, it's I don't know. It's, it, I think to me, having understanding the dynamics of how a locker room works, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I come from more of a football side, but I just know how people relate to each other. And that I could think, have an effect. I think that's where you're coming. I'm glad you brought that point up because in football you play hurt. You don't hear about low management in the no. NFL. Yeah. So I think, I think from a basketball standpoint, like you understand like what you were alluding to that it's more of a or that you were alluding to that uh, that it's more of a star driven league, obviously. So it's not like are oh, we going to grind it out like play hurt, blah blah blah. It's more like take it easy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. West Coast vibe, whatever. But West Coast vibe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of low management. LeBron James? No. I'm bad at transitions. This is your guy, buddy. My bad. <laughs> I mean, Lakers? Unless, unless I miss something. Unless I miss something. I mean, he's just like the, the major proponent of it, right? Like, he, but he it really I, started I with the Spurs, but like, I, I feel like people really then started to take to notice it. of it really? when Le- LeBron. Yeah. I, I think Kawhi made it like a national conversation. Well, yeah, but, but LeBron a few years ago, yeah. he. The people did have a lot of last. With I him. mean, last year he was hurt and maybe he missed more games than he really. He played know. all eighty two. Either way, Cavs. he played all eighty two years ago, and that, and that was like impressive in its own right. But 
LeBron and the Lakers Can, look like. So I funny that we brought this up. So uh, two days ago, I I made a vlog called or a blog called uh, "What the Lakers Six and One Record Isn't Telling You." Mm. Ooh, that's so interesting. go check that. Although. Out. Although I, uh, you know, you, you take any win you can, but the biggest problem I have with it, with them, it, it, I have like four problems, but you start games off terribly. Every time. Oh my Man, God, I was bro. Literally, I was watching the Chicago game oh right my. out there. Oh my God. I was like, uh, who is it? Sam was out there. He saw me watching the game and I was getting so upset. It's so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, we, we got down by what? 20 something points 19. in Chicago? 19? Yeah. And, and, the only positive yeah. sign you take away from this is like the Warriors dynasty, you're a third quarter team. Mm -hmm. So you make good adjustments, whatever. Frank Vogel usually changes the lineup after halftime, uh, and you go on these third quarter runs. And it was good to see Kuz, Quinn Cook, Dwight Howard, and like get the team back into the game and not just LeBron and right. AD. But still, that you is can't, so you can't, frustrating. You can't afford to do that you against the better teams. That's what I'm saying. You can't afford to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but but let's talk about this, uh, Eddie. You wanted to talk about LeBron narratives. Oh yeah, so, so we we can have that discussion. So so now that the Lakers are good and and LeBron's dropping three consecutive triple doubles, which mm -hmm. is which is really impressive. Like you know, that's another, that's another problem. Like, like he's he washed like, up. That's another, okay. that's another problem. I okay, have, but but, but he goes on Twitter and and you know retweets he, something and says hashtag washed king. I I do have a problem with you. Oh, the, people were saying that who. A lot of people were saying okay, that. Okay, I won't say that he they were he calling don't him play, washed, don't, but he, they were saying he's he on the decline. He don't play defense anymore. Yeah, they weren't calling him like washed, like, oh my gosh, this guy's a shell of his I forgot self. if it was Max Keller or someone. He's unathletic. Like, oh, well, wow. That's, I yeah, did not I'm, hear that. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like some Skip Bayless stuff. I'm just, but, okay, in, in the collective NBA fan, you know, for, in, in the collective NBA, let's say, fandom, I don't think anyone thought he was less than like a top three player but, in the league right but now. But this, this goes back, this goes back, I'm sorry, to what Reagan and I were saying at the going into the season, like our first or second podcast, when like, who do you, like, who do you trust the, who do you think the best player is from the standpoint of a seven game series? If he had to bring it out, he gonna bring it out. If, if, if alien if the race alien, came down. That's what I'm saying. If the down. alien race came down, you have to hand one play. It's LeBron. Like, and and the thing is to me, if you if you look at LeBron from the perspective of we crown him at sixteen, he was basically the best player in Chosen the NBA one. from like age twenty three onward until you know up until maybe last year or the year before where people started saying ah eh, maybe it's not him maybe it's KD. When you look at it from his perspective, if once you take me off the pedestal of being the king. Yeah, to, to him that could sound you like feel you're it calling a disrespect. Me, yeah, you to me to yeah, him yeah. that could sound like he's you're no, calling him washed. And, and, and Jordan used to make up stories like, oh, they they said uh, he's better oh, yeah, than yeah. me. I like, was gonna allude to this because like all great players do like, that. Have, That's like, what I'm saying. Motivation, material. But like Michael Jordan and and I mean even Kobe to this point would put up the bulletin board material and then use that to play better for like their next game. This is just LeBron. Like now that he's like good, you know, he's just putting this on Twitter to like. You what know, do you show mean now that he's good? I'm mean, not now that he's good. I mean, he like, told us this before the season. He, he said, "Y'all, y'all, y'all doubt me. It's comeback blatant. season. This year is going to be the year that I show you. I'm, but, I'm the but best." I'm saying this is not bulletin board material. He's just putting that on Twitter. You know, after the fact, now that he's got three consecutive triple doubles. Can, can, can I also say that um, although it's a positive to see LeBron like playing like this, you know, like three straight triple doubles, that he can bring this out whenever he wants to. Mm -hmm. Now, I slow have a down, problem dog. with it. Slow I down. have a problem slow with down. it. Slow down. Don't get hurt. I, I was like, no, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, if Kawhi going to do it, you got to do it, bro. Sit out, please. Yeah, like, like yeah, slow down, or or or, right. or take an L, or or not even Don't that. Take L. Like like no no, I, I'm fine with taking some losses. Like I was like, okay, we, we won six straight. Okay, now maybe it's time to take a loss. But may or if you don't want to sit out, fine. LeBron doesn't like to do this, but I'm a proponent of this. Don't play 37. Play 25. 
minutes in a, or for the next two games. Yeah. Like that's what you need to do to pace yourself. You can't be doing this all season long. It's unrealistic. See, I don't care the, how. Like the thing is with LeBron, when he's on a roll, he does not want to stop, and that's like within the game, and that's when like when he puts good games together. That's so what I, competitors I feel like one, do. Once he like starts to slow down a little bit, then I see him taking more rest time. But when he's on a roll like this, you just let him go, and it, like mm-hmm. like the people were saying for Kawhi, it's just the eighth game of the season. Mm-hmm. He's still one of the greatest athletes to ever walk the face of this planet. He can go, you know, 12, 15 games before he has to take a break. And, and the other problem I have, KCP is just a hey, big God. fat oh, bucket of gosh. nothing, bro. Who? He, he does is, nothing well. He, he does nothing well. I've never. I'm tired. I, I do things. I'll go to Lions Center. I'll do a leak one thing well. He does nothing well. So, like, the first two games, like, you know, we got publicized. I mean, it's a huge struggle for him. And then some, some Laker, you know, some Laker fans are bashing him, but then you see it, like, some Laker pages being like, oh, we don't bash our guys. You know, we have to uplift them. <laughs> okay. Then he has a okay game. Then. It, it follows by a big like like nothing. Just his biggest number on his stat line is his minutes. <laughs> like it's it's bad. Like it's, at some point, if you're the head coach as Vogel, you have to recognize that he's not playing well. I and, he, and, you saw the air ball against the Mavericks. It, the, no, the little mid-range air ball oh where he was like four God. feet from the basket. And, and I'm not exaggerating. He just makes awful decisions. Does he get hot sometimes? Yes. Does he play good defense? He makes sometimes? boneheaded decisions. Does, does he make? Does he play good defense? Yes. He plays good. He he's a good perimeter defender. He does, but he Jesus do, Christ, bro. Even that well, he doesn't do that all that well to me. Not to substantiate really? the the amount of mistakes that he's making on the offensive end. And he even makes the. I would. I, I literally watched the Bulls game for about three minutes. Like Zach Levine had a backdoor cut on him. The simplest thing. I'm like, dude, we're in man-to-man defense. You Bone have one job is to bro. stick him, and he runs behind you and gets an easy layup. Jesus. There's, there's two players that are frustrating me on the roster right now, and it's KCP and Troy Daniels. Because Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels can't shoot all of a sudden. Literally, bro. his only job is to make open threes. If he can't do that, he does not need to be on the court. Yeah, he's not the gonna team. play. He's not gonna play. Yeah, that, that's, Caruso and Kuzma are gonna gonna take. Uh, and, and Rondo when he comes yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> we said we were joking like, all right, K, all right, how are we gonna divide KCP's minutes? Mm-hmm, yeah, now everybody's going. We're going to uh, KC, uh, gonna give KC, Kuzma. We're gonna give you five to uh, Caruso. We're gonna get fifteen to Kuzma. Uh, let's see. Rondo Quinn, gonna you can get have 10. two of them. Yeah. <laughs> AD, you and, get the rest of them. Yeah, because you're a beast. But some, someone take his no trade clause as well. Ah, oh God. my! Don't <laughs> even get me started on Jesus. I was Christ. talking to homeboy uh, out there, and he was like, man. And uh, we'll just use him as trade bait. I'm like, we can't. <laughs> we can't even do that. He has to be there. <laughs> like, gosh. Oh, I mean, okay, back, back to the LeBron thing. He's averaging 26, 8.5 rebounds, 11 assists to start the year. That assist Ooh. number is... It's, it's His field goal percentage is a little bit down. But also, but the Lakers are a mediocre offense. Yeah, we're only 15. And oh, that's, yeah. 16. That, that 16 honestly excites me because... As good as we're playing right now, we still have room to grow Are as you, a team. Really? Yeah. So, so who? So who? So who can be better? Kuzma can AD be better. AD can be much better. AD can AD be better. Can be, can and be we can better. utilize pick and roll way no, more than we are that, currently. And, and to me, it's not even about individual play because I also talk about this in my blog. When LeBron, yes, he gets a lot of assists, and yes, I'm happy about that. But that's because he has the ball in his hand so yeah. much, and the offense is so stagnant. Yeah, it's so so stagnant. Are we okay? But why are we expecting a LeBron team and their offense to not be stagnant at this point? That's is it just, a LeBron team, or is it an AD team? Well, LeBron certainly wants to make it his team with the usage he's getting. I mean, are, are you going to have AD bring the ball up the court? Well, no, no. But I mean, my, he has okay, to get that my, much usage. My point is, and I and I and I and I think I said this last week. The Lakers play a zero sum offense. When one player does well, it almost seems like it's taking away from another them. player. It seems like when AD does well, LeBron's just kind of, you know, well, roaming around the court. And and what LeBron's doing well is just telling AD to set screens and then go away. You know, it's like AD I, played bad against the Bulls, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens, right? And I just think that there's chemistry to develop and there's room to grow for that team, and that's going to happen over the court. But we're talking about seven games into the season. There's room to grow over there's, the course of yeah, 82. Yeah. And I think once they start figuring those things out offensively, once we get another – because there's not another guy that I trust to bring the ball up currently other than LeBron James. Yeah. It's going to be LeBron. I mean, it's not it's not about bringing the ball up, but, you know, he brings the ball up and it's like ISO, you know, send me a screen. That, get, get that's a why I think, although you don't like him or like him on this team – 
Uh, that's why I think Rondo's going to be important. Yeah, he's just, also going to have another ball. He's going to get the, the ball pushing too. Because uh, when 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 LeBron's off the court, that's when Rondo's. That's why. Able to, yeah. No, and when LeBron's off the court, it's KCP. Yeah, garbage. Uh, garbage. <laughs> garbage. Uh, Alex Caruso. As much as I love Bryce, Alex Caruso, Hall of Famer. I I, I love him, but you're not a pure point guard. Same thing yeah. with Quinn Cook. I like you off the ball more than anything because you can shoot. Yeah. Like. I don't. We don't really have like another you. ball handler. Yeah, so that's why I think Rondo is going to be very, I mean, very I mean, crucial. To my point, LeBron's averaging twenty six and eleven assists. Anthony Davis is averaging twenty seven points and ten rebounds. You know, it's like like what um, like like it's not like these players are underperforming, but no. it's just I don't think the offensive ceiling for the Lakers is going to be that much higher just by the way they play. They they don't. They Danny don't, Green been getting hot sometimes. Yeah, Danny Green. I mean, yeah. the, the thing is, they're not utilizing the talent cohesively. Yeah, and I'm not. That's not to say that they can't. I yeah. just right now they're still developing that chemistry. They've only had but this offseason in these games. We, I think we've seen enough of LeBron where we know that how he wants to play it, and and then that's how he's yeah. gonna play. But when you get to the playoffs, it's a bunch of one on. We've seen yeah. enough of LeBron, but have we seen LeBron with a talent such as AD? We've never seen LeBron well, play with a big man. We that haven't, good. but we've seen how LeBron likes to play. You, know, you don't think like, LeBron can adjust his game to somebody like AD? When was the last time LeBron has adjusted? When was the last time LeBron had somebody as good as AD? AD. I, I think I think the way like LeBron wants to play like LeBron. I like that. That's how I think. If you think LeBron is you know as charitable and and uh, he doesn't have LeBron. to be charitable, he just has to learn how to maneuver and manipulate the 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 talents of AD, and AD has to learn one, how to maneuver one, and manipulate the one talents. One thing of- that's a positive you noticed a lot last year, like okay, you had Lonzo, Kuzma, Bi, and LeBron out there, Zubats whatever um when it would get late into the shotgun oh here lebron like score yeah we don't have to score. do that right now and, and lebron can take plays off on offense and you know really and that's utilize even translating AD. to the defensive end yeah. because now he doesn't yeah, exactly. have to, he's, exactly ooh, he's given so much effort exactly and I, I love that this team in the beginning of the season said we are going to commit to being a defensive team yeah. and right now they are the best defensive and team they're in showing the NBA it, right now Vogel. now what remains to be seen is that they're going to do that over the course of 82 but as of right now they're staying true to their word yeah. and they're being a defensive and team. we'll talk about Dwight later but yeah. man okay yeah. but to me shouldn't a team with LeBron and AD be like an automatic top 10 offensive team not necessarily I think they'll get there yeah, I think they'll they'll get, get there. that's what I'm saying they have room to grow that's why I'm excited I don't, I don't see them being a top they just 10 need to run more pick okay. and rolls yeah. I'm confused because you said that they should be an automatic top 10 defensive team but you don't see them the offense, becoming offensive team yeah. yeah but you don't see them becoming a, a top 10 offensive team I'm just saying with the talents that they have I'm thinking this team should be on offense, impossible. but you don't see them getting there. Yeah, it's just the way that they play. It's that it like seems kind of counter. No, it's like to me when I see the talent assembled, like their team on paper, I go offensively dominant. You got LeBron, you got AD, you have floor spacers. Mm-hmm. But you know, like a lot of that is contingent on oh, so how like how does the team play together? And team playing together at this point just looks like okay, LeBron well, get team- the ball, everyone stand somewhere. You know, send me a screen, I'll get the switch and I'll do something. Okay, which is, which is how LeBron has played for that's how he's four, played forever. four, four, five years now. And and that and that and and there's a ceiling to that. That's just how it there's is. a ceiling to that. But in the same breath, you have to understand that LeBron is probably the best basketball mind in the game today. Yeah. As a, from a player that's standpoint, fair. and he has arguably the biggest offensive threat outside of Kevin Durant. On, on his team, so that yeah. I it's okay. in my it's mind, a debate, but yeah. Okay. But but to me, that just it would be beyond me if he couldn't figure that out over the course of eighty two games. That that seems like yeah. you know, it, although it might be a little bit choppy right now, that's to be expected for a team that's only played seven games together. I just from 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 what we've seen of LeBron, or at least from what I've seen of LeBron, for you know, we've seen LeBron with Kevin Love now. and Chris Bosh and Chris Bosh and old, Kevin Love, a Cole and old Kyrie. Shaquille O'Neal, ain't, ain't no Kyrie AD, and AD bro. are two different players. Ain't no though. AD, yeah, yeah, ain't ain't no AD. AD's a different level. This is a different type of dude we're talking about, and to me. If you're LeBron, you figure that out, and I think he will. That that that's my. Well, two cents. we've been waiting on LeBron there, to figure it out for you know. But he hasn't had to figure it out with somebody of that caliber. He has. No, okay, yeah. That's it, your would point. you? Would you? Would so you? I'll, okay. I'll be, could you depend genuine. on Chris Bosh to win you a game? Nope. Could you depend on Kevin Love to win you a game? If you're LeBron, you're saying, okay, it's not going to be those guys, so it has to be me. But you can depend I, on AD to win you a game. I do. That, that's have I just, an I issue. I don't see LeBron le- relinquishing that. Why? LeBron still thinks LeBron is going to win the game. Why? Because because that's how he. That's the type of player he is. You haven't seen him play with a player at. Of the caliber oh, yeah, of AD. Again, again, Why would I, I trust if, if if I'm if I'm somebody playing from LeBron's point, he gets rest on the court, so that, that he views that as beneficial too. But my point is like I I see where you're coming from, but 
I'm not willing to bet that LeBron is willing to change how he's played for Why? a long part of his career because he's not a player conducive to change. His 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 talent is just being LeBron. What? Because LeBron because LeBron is like impossible to guard. You know, LeBron so is the most. So you're saying that he won't adjust to AD because he's LeBron. Yeah, he, but he's talking. He's been yeah. talking about all off season that. You know, yeah, I mean, AD, I guess, but the, the we'll thing, the thing I mean, is, if, if he put his money with his mouth, is he he would have played. You know, I mean, he's averaging he eleven has. assists. He's yeah, yeah but bro. you know, assists and actual impact and usage. You know, like if 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 his playmaking was as you know um, impactful as we like to think it is, Dolphins would not be sixteenth in the league right now. That's gonna improve. That's gonna improve. It, I mean, yeah, we'll that, see. We'll see. Yeah. I I just Le- LeBron plays like LeBron. That's, and AD that's plays like AD, and if you're LeBron, that's what I'm saying. So you, the Lakers are going to play and you're like the, a LeBron team. You're the best AD offensive, team. or you're the best basketball IQ mind in the game, and you see that you have a talent such as AD. It'd be stupid not to utilize that. Yeah, that's fair. And but that I doesn't mean, make any sense for somebody I mean, of that intelligence I mean, I mean, not to. When, when did we see so often a LeBron team post up a lot? So much, never. I mean, it's like we post it's, up a lot with AD. It's like. It, we, it's like we put LeBron on such a pedestal that we can't think that he has to learn or adjust. It's like you're saying well, that Le- he LeBron, should automatically know how LeBron to do it. LeBron puts himself on that pedestal, and that's how. Okay, that's play. a different discussion. You're talking like narratives and stuff, but like okay. I'm, I'm saying, LeBron can have a learning curve. LeBron can still, you know, he can. He yeah. absolutely can. I just don't think he, I don't think he's receptive to it at this point in his career. Why wouldn't he be? He's 34. What thirty four? It's, it's not about why wouldn't be because we haven't seen it yet, and you can because say he hasn't because, had somebody because, because like you can AD. Say we haven't seen AD or what, but you know what? I like. You I, think he was gonna give Kevin Love the ball and say you got it, Kevin? No. You think it he was cha- gonna give it, Chris Ball the ball? It and Chris, I mean, I, it, it's deeper than that to me. How is it deep? Like it doesn't matter. You, you put whoever around LeBron. LeBron's gonna play like LeBron. You just that, that need, seems and, like and, like and the only and the only you, upgrade from a guy like Anthony Davis compared to Kevin Love or Chris Bosh is that Anthony Davis is much better of an individual talent. But that's all he'll. Be but on you just you just need to upgrade an you just talent. as a coach. It's up to the coach to to come up with you know offensive schemes that utilizes oh, the I, both I'm not depending on bo- bo- both the players' strengths. And that's once again in the pick and roll. And LeBron that, switching off to a smaller or a, 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 a someone who's slower or someone who's smaller, mm-hmm. and AD rolling Danny Green in the corner. That's what. That's literally all you need. And, and to me, it just seems like you're saying that off pure speculation. No, no, that's what we've seen of LeBron. We've seen that of LeBron when he had players that he couldn't depend on. Are you saying AD's not a? Are you saying AD's comparable to Kevin Love? Are they I mean, compared? I mean, comparable I mean, Kevin Love. Kevin Love is not a bad player. Just He's like, not AD. Okay, is he AD? Oh, just, AD. Okay, just, just is humor, Chris Bosh AD? Just me this. When has when was the last time a LeBron team to you look like some sort of cohesive unit? Even, when was even, the last time even LeBron Miami, had a no, look, 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 even, even at the Cavs' like height of success when they won the championship, it was Kyrie go do something, LeBron go do something, Kevin it Love worked. Like, stand in the corner slash do something. It, it worked, but there's just the ceiling to to like how good you will be offensively. Okay, when you play like that. I, I agree with that, but I and mean, when you it, have LeBron and AD, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Le, the Lakers are going to be the uh, the, thing the Lakers is, are going to be good because they just have talent. With and, LeBron and you compare and you compared the Cavs, and I'm taking Kevin Love out of this because I to me Kevin Love wasn't a dependable offensive player on that team. He was dependable in terms of rebounding, but if you gave the ball to him, he it wasn't. It's up in the air what he's going to do on a night to night basis. Mm-hmm. Kyrie was the clear number two on that team, right? Mm-hmm. And when you give the ball to Kyrie, you put LeBron in a position that's outside of his comfort zone, which is you know off ball. That's not what LeBron does. But, but you okay, can but- play LeBron on the ball and have AD. And that works because AD could play off the ball. Because AD is not a on the like exactly. Yeah, so not though, though, that's not an adjustment that LeBron's gonna have to make. It's just an, a mentality adjustment, not necessarily a game adjustment. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you give the ball to Kyrie now, if you're LeBron, I'm not used to playing off the ball. I usually have that thing in my hands. So what were you saying? You, you use Anthony Davis as exclusively a rim running threat. So not exclusively, or not exclusively, but that that that's kind of the only direction you can. Go but that's why they the stagger their minutes too. Roll? But that's why they stagger their minutes. When it, okay, fine. If if you accept your argument, like okay, uh, if you're gonna play LeBron style basketball and how he's used to playing all day, or if, uh, for his career, and you can't play how AD's like to play, that's why you stagger. That's why Frank Vogel staggers their minutes. Yeah. So so AD can get his when LeBron's on the bench. But then again, this becomes a team of LeBron get yours, AD get yours. I mean, we know like you're two extremely great players. Geez. I think I think that the chemistry is going to develop over the course. Of and the they're season. both close. So 
that, that's yeah, but factor. I mean, like LeBron was close to Dwayne Wade, but that was you know Dwayne Wade. Again, that's LeBron another Bronson. guard. He got older. He got old. He uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, again, the, the nature of bigs in the NBA is really the only time when they're a, when they kind of benefit from the play of another guard is when you run a pick and roll and you use that big as a rim running threat. So that's what you do. That's what you do. Yeah, but but then Anthony Davis only. You know, he gets a lot of posts. You can diversify your offense. You can say sometimes it'll be LeBron ISO, sometimes it'll be Anthony Davis ISO, sometimes it'll be a pick and roll. That's why that offense has and, the potential and that, to and be that, good. And that's the height, and that's the height. You know, but like those, like really, those are only three plays that a LeBron team is gonna run. Which okay, is, I mean, that's I mean, you've all been you seeing need. a lot of lobs with Dwight and Javale too. Yeah, I'm. I'm mean, again. If when you play Anthony Davis and, and another big, it's hard. It's it, it's hard to create anything for Anthony Davis there. I but, do need to see more shooting from Anthony Davis, but let's move on. I feel no, like that was, uh, also uh, I forgot to mention this on the topic of load management. Uh, did you guys hear about stuff? Oh yeah, that it's worse. I was, I was actually mm-hmm. going to bring this up so, in, the, in the in the news. In the, oh, in the oh news. Yeah. okay. We'll get to that. Well, we'll get I mean, let, let's start. Let's start. Okay, with that, so just going around. So the so my my thing is okay. We just got done talking about and everybody talking about load management and Kawhi. The injury's worse than it. Okay, wait. Yeah. For, okay, for, They're for, just okay. resting him because the season's a no incentive for him to first be in the season. First of all, I don't trust the report. It's Rick Bucher, who is like. Rick never... Bucher's a proponent for, for Golden State. He loves oh, Golden State. Rick Bucher is like. Rick Bucher got fired by the Warriors and now he's just salty. So he goes to. Because Rick Bucher used to be the Warriors sideline reporter and now he's just at Bleacher Report. And, uh, you know, he, I, th- he just I thought he loved he just, the Warriors. No, 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 no. Rick, first, I mean, I don't care if it's the Warriors or whatever. Rick Bucher never gets anything right. He hates the there's a, there's a reason why no one listens to Rick Bucher. I mean, evidently they listen BR. to him in this case. But mm-hmm. either oh, no, way. No, he works for Bleacher Report. That's why Bleacher Report was trying to get all these tweets out about it. The, there's but even no the Warriors, incentive for the him Warriors to organi- The people Ex- in the Warriors organization said, no, this is I mean, no okay, yeah, but if you're going to criticize Kawhi, criticize him too. Here's my thing, right? That's my thing. And I asked you this this morning. Hypothetically speaking, if the Warriors were going to say okay Steph can play but let's keep him back because there's no incentive for him to play would you have to deny that report because if you're playing him and he's healthy or you're not playing him and he can play that's a that's a, a violation in the NBA rules so would you yeah, have to deny unless, that report unless there's you know they the medical staff can come up with some sort of thing saying oh look he's kind of banged up here but that's like my they did thing with Kawhi. That's, that's literally my what thing. they did with I don't I don't I again I when it happens, I'll I'll eat my words on it. But that's my. This is speculation now, and this is a report by Rick Buecher. It is, but it's, it feels it's Rick so much like like why. And I understand why would you want to play Steph? Why would you want to waste like all like this? Season? I wouldn't. Like, if I could find a way around it, I, I wouldn't play him. Right. Really? But I mean, but if yeah. you're gonna criticize, please criticize the baby face assassin. Okay, but why are we criticizing something that hasn't happened? Yet? Yeah, that's true. We're just we're just kind of. But Kawhi's hurt too. People people are like he's super healthy. He's not healthy. Oh, but Steph has like a broken hand. You're not. You're not right now, but it's not. Hand. Yeah. Okay. Fine. It's gonna take in, him out in, in three six months. months? And no, but in they three, said for the rest of the in season. three months if it says oh you know Steph is recovering nicely you know like he like he can be back whenever and then he just doesn't play. Fine. That you know that's 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 a you can criticize him there. Although of course, if Steph gets hurt, then you guys are going to say the Warriors training staff is messed up. You know, like they, no, if he gets hurt, he has a you know. I mean, that's, that's I mean, evidently different. Yeah, if he gets things. hurt with a yeah, like an Achilles is way different. I mean, I guess an Achilles that never fully healed. Yeah. I'm, anyway, different that, than a hand. I'm, but my, hand I mean, does my, not my, take my six months. Is, my whole point is, I don't I don't think this report is. I agree with you. I don't think that we should criticize Steph until that actually happens. But if it does happen, there's different. It's it's still different to me because Steph would have no incentive to go and play because that team is tanking. Oh, I I totally agree. Even then, I'd be. be, I mean, I'd be somewhat unhappy because first of all, I don't think it'd be a decision on part of Steph to not play games because that that's not who Steph is. Steph Steph doesn't just sit out games. (laughs) That's that's, he really doesn't. No, no, that's fine. But as a player, like. I mean, yeah, no. That Why would be, I want to play? That that should too. be the norm. But to me, it's like Ste- Steph is okay. Steph is a dude that wants to put on a show for fans, and and it doesn't even matter, you know. Like like he's a happy go lucky guy. The, the team can be in the in the the lowest spot in the league, you know, like number one in the draft lottery. See, I don't like well, that narrative. I feel like you. I feel like Warriors fans in general kind of put Steph on this. Oh, he just just wants to have fun. Steph, he has a dark side to him. Not, not like a dark, oh, evil side, but like, I mean, like he's not just it. some happy. I saw it in the finals when stuff doesn't go his way. Steph, can oh yeah, get, no, I'm he saying get, like I'll put his head under the towel, throw his uh, mouthpiece into the stands. I saw it in Memphis. They, both him and KD got ejected from a game. He like started pointing and yelling at the left. Like Steph isn't. Just oh, yeah, some, I'm not. I'm not saying Steph is perfect, but he's. I'm not saying he's not going to be on Kawhi's level where the it's championship or bust like 
Warriors might be totally out of the playoff race by the time Steph comes back. But but Steph yeah. Steph is a guy that wants to play because like he wants he wants to be a player that that gives the fans what they want. We'll see. Like he's out there goes. trying to put on a show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. John Collins is the second player, or really yo, the third. I heard yo, somebody. Yo, yo 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 yo. Breaking news. Memphis star James Wiseman ruled ineligible by the NCAA. What? Jesus. He's yeah. supposed to be the number one pick. Yeah. That's that just popped that. up on my phone. Yeah, no, it just popped up here too. Why? Why is he ineligible? I don't know. He'll we'll go. He'll see. go. He'll be fine. He'll go overseas. Well, it's unfortunate for. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Who, who's the who's man, the, the, the Memphis? Nothing in the, Memphis, the, man. The Memphis, God, the Memphis coaches. Uh, Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. Yeah. yeah. Man, man I <laughs> was it like some cheating stuff or? I mean, I got paid. Yeah, I mean, honestly, okay, it's fine, bro. Like. I mean, he, it doesn't matter. He's still gonna get to yeah, NBA. Yeah, I mean, like, like, just, I mean, he played that one game. We were like, yeah, like, he, yeah, he can ball. You know, like, just don't get, get to hurt. NBA. Just, just don't get hurt. You know? Wait, so here's the because the thing is, you don't have to, um, you have to be a year removed from high school before you can get drafted. That doesn't necessarily stipulate that you have to play through the NCAA. No, so he can still get drafted. Right? Brandon, Brandon Jennings went to yeah, overseas I mean, you to can, China. You, you that's can, interesting. You can do that's what Lamelo so Ball's really, doing. So Memphis just it just sucks for Memphis. That's what Lamelo did. Man. Can't I mean, you, can do, you can do the Darius Baisley and work for like New Balance, or that that that, right? that like, that's what the uh, the light skinned dude that's in Australia right now. Yeah, RJ, RJ Hampton. RJ Hampton. RJ Hampton. Yeah. That's what he's doing. So. All right. Yeah. Either way. Interesting. Uh, Anyways, back to John Collins and getting suspended. Oof, getting popped. For that's beat. tough. Wow. Yeah. I mean, is it is <laughs> this a bigger issue funny. than we originally thought so in the it, NBA? Like, it's just trainer. This is where I think it's just trainers. Like, oh, here's a good product. He's going to help you and. Uh, a lot of people have criticized John Collins. Uh, like he needs to get his weight up. He gets pushed around kind of easily. Although, like he he looks like he's a strong dude, but, but like, yeah, he, on defense my, he gets pushed around easily. Mm-hmm. So that supplement is to, I looked it up is to help you eat more, eat really? more and get and get more hungry. So I mean, it, it was probably just a dietary supplement that his yeah, trainer I mean, recommended, as a player, and it wasn't though, like something illicit. I, re- I don't. I, for, I mean, first of all, like what I've heard about John Collins from you know like people in, in in the nba media is that he's a super upstanding dude like he's mm-hmm. a kid of i think uh he, he's a kid of like military parents right. right it's like no like for for all for all we know like he's a very upstanding dude so this definitely i don't think was malicious and and for and for most of these things they feel like accidental see the thing is i i criticize the players for that though you can't just start accepting stuff because someone tells you shit. yeah it's on you true. to educate yourself and know what you're putting yeah, into your body you can't do that it is true but like like Young people, like young dudes, make mistakes. I mean, he's Man, a, I, if someone like, put it, if someone said gave me like, a needle and said, a, "Hey, no, bro, no, no, this no, gonna no, help," but you it's like. not a needle. But like, take it more as like, oh, I have a cool protein powder, like something like that. That's yeah. how I take it as, mm-hmm. like a protein powder oh, or like yeah. here's some uh, vitamins, like, like like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like a gummy, right? It's like, yeah, so. I don't know. I, I feel like these players just have to be, you know, in, in this era of player empowerment, you have to be more conscious of what and responsible for what you're putting into your body, how you're working out. I agree. And you, you can't because if you get caught up, that's going to be that's going to look back on you. It's, no one's going to look to your trainer like, man, your trainer sucks. No, it's going to look like you're the a-hole of the situation because you took the, mm-hmm. the, the supplements and you're the one ultimately suffering for it. He's the one who has to sit out the 25 games. I mean, it's unfortunate for the league because Trey Young and John Collins was one of the most dynamic That's kind true. of one-two combos in the league. And I mean, pick and roll, whatever. It's yeah. like they... They were they were they were fun to watch. Trey's still going to be dynamic. Regardless, yeah, that's but, who I really care about. But um, John, it just sucks for John Collins and it sucks for uh, you know, DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's just, it's just I to me it made me laugh, bro. I don't know why. It's beyond me why these dudes are just taking stuff that other people I don't know, are telling maybe them. Maybe the take. league's like cracking down on it this year. Maybe. Cause oh, it, it hasn't I, been a I, I text or I text you in the group chat. LeBron about to get caught with something. Next. Bro, dude, that'd be huge. That would be enormous. They'd be like, bro, I guarantee you what happened, bro. He's been mean, doing no, this his whole career, bro. Yeah, yeah, That's why he's so cold. The no. NBA wouldn't. They lose too much money. Yeah. Um, even if they found out. Huh? Anyways, yeah. uh, okay. So the Warriors, the, the G League Warriors, won a game against Portland with uh, with, with Eric Pascal as their leading scorer. I think he got thirty six points, thirteen rebounds. I, no, this was such a. This was the game that kind of he brought me as a Warriors fan back in like my like OG like Warriors. I, I think it was good for y'all because y'all needed this because y'all were starting to get kind of corporatized. Is that a word? I made it up. I, I get. Care. I get what you're saying. But it, it was starting to become somewhat of a you know. Let's make the tickets expensive. Let's move to this new arena. Let's become more flashy. Let's go into Silicon Valley. This that, and the other. It's good to get back to your roots, and I think that's what you know. This this era of no Steph, no Draymond, no Clay, no KD is 
good to get back to a little bit of grit and grind. Don't get me wrong. I, I love how, how hard he plays and the passion. Like, that passion is just, I, I love it. Right? Talking about Eric Pascal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can only last for so long. It can. You, I mean, they, you, this is oh, yeah. a, still a bad team. Yeah, it, it not even the from a wins. Like, the, that energy, you, you can't keep up yeah. 82 no, games. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, but, yeah, it, it was a positive sign for the Warriors. And maybe he is a bench player for next year, like yeah. a crucial mm-hmm. bench player it's just, for them. But he, he can He's an NBA caliber player, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, that it, shot looks looks funky. The shot looks. It's look effective though. It's effective. Yeah. We'll it, it, it'll be inconsistent probably. I mean, yeah, very inconsistent. I mean, I think I think the, the 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 end goal for this year is for the Warriors to to get a lottery pick. Yeah, and find players that are trainable. James Wiseman question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll see. Mm. Anyways, okay. Uh, top team in the East right now is Boston, and mm. I don't know if anyone was, yeah if, if anyone thought that was going to be the case. They won last night against the Hornets. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad to see Gordon Hayward playing like his old self he again. Had 39? Yeah, yeah, one of these well, no, nights, Gordon, right? Yeah, Gordon Hayward looks like it's his Cleveland. old self. I mean, even Jason Tatum looks like more in his element, so it's... You just paid Jalen Brown all that money, though. He's really your fourth option. That big man But makes... even Jalen Brown, before he was hurt recently, yeah. I think hurt or what? Like, even he, he, he looked good. He looked good, but he's just not... I mean, for what they, he's doing for that team, he's not worth the money. They're they not going to do anything, bro. No? In the playoff. You don't think so? To me, I y- can y'all can win all the regular season games y'all want. Like, I, 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 see, there it is again. It's like, well, I might as well load manage it. Yeah, but. That's, that's <laughs> true. But, like, but, uh, seriously, though, I see, the, I I, see I no can, threat. I can see them playing all right. I, I mean, Kemba Walker's a clutch player. Oh, Jason yeah. Tatum, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, he's had some clutch moments. I can see that team doing a little bit of something in that Eastern Conference because what they have that some of those other teams they, lack is depth. They're not going to score on Philly. And that was shown in the first game. That, yeah, that's true. I think there, there's that still defense. a gap. There's still a gap between them and and a top team like Philly, but it, it's really interesting what this team's doing is because they they still have a lot of the talent that they had last year, mm-hmm. and if anything, they have more depth. The only thing that they're missing is like an NBA caliber center because right now they're running Grant Williams right like six six or something as their small ball five right now, and their best post defender is 6'3", Marcus Smart. There's there's always a, a center that gets moved throughout the course of the season, whether, whether it's a buyout Adams. or a trade. Steven yeah. Adams is an option. Clint oh, Capella is an option. Talk, talking about trade. Like, or you could just do what you need to and play Taco Fall. I promise you, Taco Fall <laughs> is not as bad as people think he is. People think he's just some 7'3", lumbering giant that really can't. Taco Fall can be a dude. Bro, just stand there. Put your hands up. Don't even jump. How's he gonna guard? How's he gonna guard the switch? How's he gonna guard? You don't switch. If you're if you're as good of a coach as Brad Stevens apparently is, then you can figure out a way around that. Well, some players have enough limitations where no matter what you do, you can't figure that out. I still think Taco Falls a dude. He at least deserves a roster spot on that team, if you ask me. But Emily, what do you have to say? I was gonna say something, but I think we should save it for next episode as a segment. Okay. Um. Just. I'll just look, looking at the standings, the West looks so competitive right now. Teams, the the two to nine seed in the West are all separated by just one game. We knew this was going to happen, though. Yeah. yeah, but it's just it to me like it's great. You know, like some people like the some people like the dynasty. Some people like the Warriors just beating up on the league. But I think this is going to be great because did y'all see the um the 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 piece that was like the the NBA teams want to take revenge on the Warriors. Yeah, a, that, an that, anonymous player. I think it was Patrick Beverly. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I mean, I'm not surprised. You know, the Warriors it was an anonymous player, like, and, like that, basically. Yeah, you you, you see Steph with that's the why, towel. That's why. That's why when I was talking about like, even though the Warriors have literally nobody, teams are still going to get up to play the Warriors. No, the thing the thing was they it it was st- it was specifically stated that it's like no one likes playing this Warriors team because they wanted to stick it to Steph, Draymond, and Clay. Steph, they didn't want yeah. to stick it to these dudes. These dudes had nothing to do with that those teams. Um, I, I still think we're just one year removed from the Warriors being the dynasty. It, it's it's it, like if it, there was a there. bully, and then the bully like broke his leg, and then you went and pushed the bully down. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, cool. And then punched him in the face yeah, like, like five times. Yeah, like, hey, that's... that's <laughs> and then got up Unless you're Portland, in which case 14. the bully still beat you up with the broken leg, which is just unfortunate. See, if the Warriors won against Houston, I would have been convinced that the Warriors just have their numbers because Portland and Houston were the two teams that could not get past the Warriors yeah, in the playoffs. Right. Um, All right, let's move on to the segment that Reagan wanted to call legit or full of it. Yeah. Legit or full of it. Legit, legit or full of it. Legit. Okay, so basically, this is about a few players that starting the year very um, exceeding expectations by a lot, and we'll see if we think that They're they legit can legit 
or full of it. All right. Let Reagan. <laughs> we just let Reagan summarize it. Okay, so first player Malcolm Brogdon, who might I just be the most improved player in the league right now. Legit, I love how he's playing. 20, 20, 22 and a half points, five rebounds, ten assists no, a no, game. But lead guard in Indiana. And my thing is like, I I I didn't even look like I saw his averages, but like last game he had like one of the one of his last games he had twelve. Points mm -hmm. and then he had like 13 assists and then yeah. another game he had 27 points and like nine assists. It just shows how how diverse he is oh, yeah. and, and yeah. how solid of an like overall all around just really really good basketball. It's player. interesting because he was being held back and and we can all see he was being held back in Milwaukee. They weren't using him. They weren't utilizing his entire nope. skill set. Nope. Mm -hmm. And you know because Eric Bledsoe was bringing up the ball and you know he was handling the majority of the and you know mm -hmm. Giannis got such a high usage and Chris Middleton was getting usage. Yeah. We didn't get to see this playmaking ability which is really remarkable. Yeah. Because he a lot a lot more a when, lot when better I, than I thought. I wanted the Lakers to get him so bad. That would have been so he'd bad, be man. so ideal on that team so actually. Bad. But he'd be ideal on any team really. I mean yeah, yeah. he's just he's one just of those old, players yeah. that's just plug and play. Fit, yeah. Yeah. Fit in anywhere. Um, but yeah, legit. so I, th I think we agree across the board. Yeah. Legit. I, I think it's funny to me because his percentages are all down. Like which is year, fine. You expect that. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, like on more. My, my point is, last year he shot forty three percent from three. This year he's at thirty two percent. And I'm. It makes sense. To me, like, so he has room to grow. Yeah, there's room to grow. Like, mm. there's room for like regression to the mean here. Uh, next player, Brandon Ingram. I know we touched. We, I know we. Touched my man had a forty year. point. I'm so proud of that. Dude. But let's I see, love what is he, he's what twenty six points, seven so, rebounds, five so, assists. So I twenty six points, seven so rebounds, four when, assists. When people say uh, like legit or full of it, I I just yes, I do expect his numbers to tail off a little bit, mm -hmm. especially when Zion comes back. Then he's not going to get as many touches as he gets. But just because your numbers go down doesn't mean you're just a a facade or, or something. So mm -hmm. I I I think he's legit. Not no, he's not gonna get forty every night or every other night. But the man can get a bucket. People just need to see that. Mm -hmm. He's so, I mean he's also he, shooting fifty five percent and forty nine. He's low key full of it to me. And it's not a product because I I'm not gonna sit up here and say that I don't think he's a talented basketball player and I don't think he's an exceptional exceptional scorer. But I think I have a theory that the Pelicans are intentionally allowing him to inflate his numbers because they are ultimately going to trade him because he doesn't fit within that offense. Well, he's a he's going to be so the Pelicans just for just for context didn't give him the extension like like right. they and gave Jalen Brown. If you truly believe that this was a guy and they were get they're handing him the ball and they're allowing him to take over like he's their guy, right? But if you really believed you, he was their guy, yeah. mm -hmm. you give him that extension. So, but I think they needed to see it, especially after the blood clot situation. I don't and, know. And, and, to me, it feels like they are after, inflating his numbers to make him look good to ultimately trade that's him. That's fine. But like after this season, he's going to be a restricted free agent. And in a class where free agents are not as There's lucrative as, as this as this past free agent class. He doesn't like, get to free agency to me. He gets flipped. I, I, I truly but, believe that. Uh, the, but the, for what, though? Like, what what do you think the Pelicans would go after? Uh, a, a guy, not I'm saying not this specific guy, but a guy built in the mold of a, a Robert Covington, a 3 and D guy who can run the floor with guys like Lonzo, with guys like Zion, with guys like eventually Jackson Like Hayes. a Jay Crowder type? A, yeah, something something like that. Uh, like, you know, more, more floor spacing, right? Because yeah. that's what this team really lacks right now is mm -hmm. floor spacing. So I, I was saying this, I, I was going over with this with Reagan like the other day. He's... 26 points per game on 55% from the field and 49 from three. Like, those are elite numbers. But he's like a minus six on the court right now. That's, I hate that's, that stat. I hate okay. that stat, bro. It's a bad stat because I, I get it. Like, Julio, without it's representative of what the other four dudes are Some doing Some of my well. teammates were ass. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> okay, like, I get it. It's a context stat. And they're but, a terrible defensive team. They're like one of the worst in the league. It's just to me, like, we don't see players that average 26 points per game on because elite efficiency. It, and that's that why that I think that they're the inflating court. his numbers. That's why I think that they're intentionally giving him the ball more to look better because that doesn't really make sense, right? Mm -hmm. uh, players shouldn't be putting up those type of numbers and losing games unless mm -hmm. they're doing it on purpose. I, if anything, my point is like these counting stats matter less and less in today's NBA because you can put up 26 points per game on, on this elite efficiency but it doesn't really matter if you're not getting the points you know like where they need to be got and if you're playing like 
literally the worst defense in the NBA. Like this, I, I, yeah, and, I don't like this. I mean, it's just it's crazy that some dude that is getting this many points on this efficiency yeah. can be that bad on the. It's like we don't see that in NBA. Even even if the team's so terrible defensively. Well, I, like, I looked up Lou Williams plus minus stats, right? And I think we can all agree that Lou Williams is a. Our boy's know, a bucket. He's a bucket. He's a he's a he's a winning basketball he's player. A bucket. But his plus minus stats wouldn't reflect that at all. What is it? It's barely above zero. Like yeah, it's something it'll be like one, two, uh-huh. maybe like three, and it's it's because that Lou Williams is a six man. So when he comes in the game, the players around him are not that good. They're bench players. So that I mean that that stat in itself is kind of counterproductive if you want to look at an individual on based on his individual play. Mm-hmm. I because it, it takes into account what the other four people are doing to me. It just yeah. I don't I don't like that stat. That's at all. I mean, my my larger point is I don't think a player like Brandon Ingram can be successful in today's NBA. That's a number one. He can be a three. If you're if you're if you're a player who's not like an elite playmaker, you're not an elite finisher. You're not an elite three point shooter. If you if you're a player that you know like kind of get a bucket is like, a ball stopper but like kind of lives in the mid range a la like Andrew Wiggins, you know it, it's he's better than Andrew he's Wiggins. he's better than Andrew Wiggins but I think there, there's upside. I mean I even said this with like Kevin Durant. What if he's a Lou know, Will like, for his career? The the role that I see him doing is kind of like the Lou Will, but you know it, it's weird. If we could have kept him instead of Kuzma, he would have been perfect. And I'm not that's not to say Kuzma won't ultimately be a good player for us, but. If, like he's literally doing the things that I would have like I would like to see. Yeah, do. but yeah, because he he can score like off the dribble and, and stuff like that. But as a as a, although Brandon Ingram is is showing like his capabilities of being a catch and shoot shooter, I still trust. Yeah, like Kuzma Bra- I think Brandon Ingram is a player that gets better with more usage. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure what you off off the on. ball. That's sure. I feel like it's necessary to have Kuzma because he. He's just better off the ball than yeah. Me. I don't do that. Okay, let's move on to Andre Drummond, who who's already contract missed. year, <laughs> contract year, eighteen and a half rebounds. Okay, but yeah, I want 22. a twenty twenty season. That's this man is on some like Wilt Chamberlain stuff. Right? I just yeah. think so. He was just he if we some just of if we just go back in the league like ten years ago. If if any guy was averaging twenty points and like twenty rebounds, like that would be like such a huge deal, right? But I don't. I don't really hear that much about Andre Drummond in today's NBA because, yeah. like, because if we're being like his impact is kind of minimal, just just because he can't his, bring the ball up, he can't, you know, like he has fine, he the can handle the ball. Like, he, a he, can. Has, he has a little bit more passing touch than we give him credit for, but but I mean, it's just as a center, there's 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 just. There's there's only so much you can like be good at and make yourself like impactful. I'm to, interested to in seeing what uh, Blake Griffin's addition is going to do to affect his. Numbers. I'm sure I'm sure his numbers will go down a little bit. Right. Yeah. But uh, like at the same time, uh, Detroit is four and five with Andre Drummond and and, and a lot of nobodies. So right. I mean that that's kind of impressive in itself. Um, I it, it this isn't really like a legit or full of it thing. I think just, he's always been like the person. He, like, I think all star. Personally, I think if Andre Drummond can find himself in an ideal situation where he does not have to. Dribble the ball and like post up and do and do any like offensive moves and, and just be like a big presence by the basket. You think he'd be good on the Celtics? I think he'd be good on the Rockets if you replace him with Capella. I feel like that'd be really good fit. Yeah, that, that, I mean that's just my thing. I I um, it, it's just I think Andre Drummond is like the ultimate representation of how much centers and like rebounding don't numbers matter. and like double. Did you see the like, quote from Pau Gasol? Yeah, he, he hates saying, how the the game's evolved. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is I mean that's why he's sitting on the bench and like not doing anything. I mean he's he's, he's also he's like thirty nine. He's too old. That's yeah. why he's old. But like because the thing is like Pau could stretch the floor. He could stretch the floor in in his day from the corner. He, he was one of the, the that he was corner one of the three, original stretch fours. That corner three. Just, was, I mean it's funny because with Pau he doesn't like it. Well he's basically saying I don't like winning because we because there's certain types of ways to play basketball which is you know he just said the beauty got taken out which. Which I mean, I mean, if the if the beauty, true. if the beauty of the game is not in winning, then. No, 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 that's not what he's saying. The beauty of the game is skill and footwork. That that's the true beauty of skill. Yeah. Okay. Kobe, that's fair. Like Kobe, MJ, like watching them. That's fair. It's just, it's just it's not like teams are shooting more threes and playing faster because they felt like it. It's because there's. It, there's, there's an inherent it's advantage. Con- it's conclusive that it, it's a it's, it's a numerical thing, and that just to me takes some of the allure out of it. But I understand if, if winning yeah, exactly. winning's the ultimate goal, and that's what helps you win. So that's what you do. But exactly. It does take some of the fun out of it for me. And it it does. 
bite you back in the in the in the playoffs. In the and playoffs. That's, that's why the playoffs playing are so like, glorified like yeah. today. Because you get to see back you, to the old. Exactly. You know, when you play yeah. like that, things get slower, things get harder. All you need to do is protect the rim and crowd out the three. Ain't nobody shooting mid range anymore. And that's the problem with the Rockets. That's why they never get anywhere. Next player, Dwight Howard. Yeah. Woo. Yes, sir. Everything's Woo. okay, Dwight. Woo. We we forgive Bro. you. <laughs> I, I cannot tell you how happy I am. Like I saw, I saw uh, Joe Kim Noah uh, go to a Pistons Bulls game, and he said like, "What's up to D Rose?" I'm like, "I'm so glad we, we didn't, didn't get, get you. him." Yeah. Oh my god. Because Lakers Dwight fans looks, were up in arms, like, "Bro, why we get?" I was always like, "I really let's just see, let's just Lakers see what he does." Do I look spry? Like that man lost like thirty pounds. 30, 40 he, pounds. He legitimately awesome. did it this time he instead legit. of like just, I uh, took my 25 off for the summer, bro. But yeah, he he looks not like the old Dwight. The old Dwight's gone. Mm-hmm. But he looks like he's finally caught up to and what the game should oh, yeah. expect I think, I think he looks like the Dwight that we saw in Charlotte yeah. two years ago. Or, or how oh, I mean, he did the, have that, that Dwight, season. though, that Dwight did too many post-ups. He yeah, was still yeah. trying to be the primary threat. He's finally caught up to the game and he's doing mm-hmm. what's asked of him, which is protect the paint. Set the screens, rebound the ball, and do the little things. And he right? said, "I don't, I don't view it as my role. I view it as a, my purpose, and, and, and just stuff like that. Like, I'm happy, but as a caveat, keep starting Javale. Yeah, do not start Dwight. Yeah, do not give him any glimmer of like. Bro, I'm gonna a give star you- again. Yeah. Bro, even a star. Exactly. That's I'm back. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Dwight's gonna be like, I'm back. I'm he Superman. He needs to get again, reminded, man. bro. Non-guaranteed contract, you, you sitting your ass on the bench. You can finish games sometimes, but you, you're not a star player. Nope. I, I, I just hope he, he continues to, you know, it's only, like I, we keep on saying, it's only been seven games. So we'll see how it goes over the course yeah. of the season. See if he I can could hold see up. all of those personalities, I could see that blowing up. D- but if we if he continues to stay humble, yeah, he's, defensively, he's a dude. Defensively, he can definitely hold up. I still think there's problem playing a big like Dwight or even JaVale next to Anthony Davis. I mean, it has its ups and downs, right? I, it's just the space. Offensively, it's not good. But, but defensively, defensively, ooh, man. True. When, then, ooh. when, when you have Danny a- Green and capable, Avery Bradley, like crap, like, Legit getting up in your grill, you mm-hmm. people drive. Oh, yeah. No, defensively is legit, but we saw in that clip, the, the opening night Clippers game. If, if there's a lack of spacing, you yeah. can exploit that. No, yeah, Anthony, yeah. Anthony Davis can't totally go to work. Agree. You can just help off Dwight Howard. It's totally like agree. It's, it, there's there's limitations on offense, and at times if a defense or if a team is smart enough, they can they can. Uh, but I'm willing to against them. I'm willing to take to teach Dwight how to shoot. But I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to take those limitations on offense I just because you I have LeBron and AD. I am too. interesting. Okay, last player, Andrew Wiggins. Is this finally the year that oh Andrew God. Wiggins? Oh, we're gonna be so great. We're four and zero or three and zero, and then you lose. That's true. That that the, 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 uh, that that's what I'm saying. It's not sustainable. It's not gonna hold up. I'm just impressed with him in the fact that he's. Supposed to be a Canadian Kobe Bryant style. That he he's playing a more efficient game, and yeah. he's he's taking less stupid mid range. He's driving the ball to the basket more. He's mm-hmm. using his athleticism. Um, I think it's legit. I, I think this is a legit. This this is the we're starting to see the evolution. A legit number one pick, the no, Canadian Kobe. No, 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 no that no. Those, those days are gone. Okay. He can still be a good player in the NBA. He, I still think he can be a good yeah. NBA player. Maybe not worthy of that number one pick, but he can still be a good NBA player. Be a third or I don't. Th- he's no longer a, a minus on the floor. I think we can say that because because he was a legit like negative on the floor, and I don't think he's that anymore. Yeah. Just, just by taking smarter shots and you know, going back to the whole Brady. It, it's thing. improvement, and that's what we haven't seen from him up to this point. Is improvement. He's been the same dude from rookie year to the end of last season and we're finally starting to see him evolve his game mm-hmm. and play smarter and with, mm-hmm. which I appreciate that yeah. as, as a I mean the, the next evolution is he, he's got to be a better defender and I don't know and a why better he shooter. Can't be. he has all um, he has all yeah, the athletic all potential tools. I really yeah. don't know why he's not a better defender that'll do it for this episode of Hoop and Holler I'm Eddie as always joined by Reagan and Julio sorry for the screaming Catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's what you come here for. <laughs> on social media accounts at Square One Media. That's spelled out at SQR One Media. All right, we'll see you next time. All right.